The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Lord knows they'll try to silence our voices. They'll pretend to be patriots. Fighting for fairness for all, but they're not even fit to hold office. What they believe doesn't fit with freedom at all. We must take America back, Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. before. Welcome to Hour 2 of the National Intel Report. This is William Rapillum, um, your host tonight. Um, <clears throat> thank you for thank you for joining us. If you guys were here on the last hour, uh, we had David Morgan from the Morgan Report um, <clears throat> talking about the Rec Pill Expo coming up November 12th and 13th. Um, now this hour, I have another uh, guest with me, and he's a returning guest. I think that you used to be actually a host on RBN. Do I have that correct, uh? In Larkin, Texas, and 
Mark? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. It's good to have yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, a couple times, but no one cares what I have to say anyway. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no one cares what I have to say anyway either. You know, for some reason I'm on here on Wednesday night. People tolerate me. <laughs> but uh, no, I care what you have to say. So I think you got some great information. You know, we've been, I've been learning more and more about sort of, you know, the founding of our country and sort of the parts of it that the, the, that were weaved into it that are sort of the seeds of our own destruction, you know, either unwittingly or wittingly of some of the people um, that participated in setting up the country in the beginning and the central bank being the sort of central theme to whether there is one or isn't one, whether you're a federalist or an anti-federalist, um, you know, the Masonic, uh, fat, the Masonic, uh, um, origins of the United States, um, the Jews and their slave trade, um, and the Jewish central banks. And, uh, so I know you have just a wealth of information and I think that, uh, you know, if America's ever going to, you know, come back or rise again or we're going to do it again, we're going to have to correct um, the flaws that were uh, weaved into our, in, in, you know, into the, in the, even into the Constitution. Uh, one uh, guy that has really been pointing out some great facts about that recently is, is Mike Gaddy. He's got a show now on Saturdays at 4 o'clock, uh, 3 o'clock uh, Central. Um, and he just it's called the, the truth you don't want to hear. Um, so he, he kind of talks along the same lines as some of the things you do, but I think you go a lot deeper in some different areas. And I just want to give you the floor, uh, Lark. Um, you know, you, you sent over an article that was by, uh, I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll pose a, a tangible thing rather than just open it up to anything. But, um, you sent me over an article by, um, uh, Joe McCarthy, um, that was very interesting. Uh, it was a speech that he made. Um, but uh, let me give you the floor. I'm going to read this speech, but uh, just if you have some general comments on whatever. Well, read, read the speech first. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah, so this is uh, Senator Joe, Joe McCarthy's speech, quote, George Washington's Surrender. It is no secret that Jewish Talmudism is communism that has been well established. This is why, to this day, the late senator is vilified in the Jewish-controlled media. Not only did he try, not only did he try out the communists in America, try to, I'm sorry, try to out the communists in America. He appropriately named the source of the trouble. Quote: The confession of General Cornwallis to George Washington at Yorktown has been well hidden by historians. Jonathan Williams recorded in his Legions of Satan, 1781, that Cornwallis revealed to Washington that, quote, a holy war will now begin on America, and when it is ended, America will be supposedly the citadel of freedom, but her millions will unknowingly be loyal subjects to the crown. Cornwallis went on to explain what would seem to be a self-contradiction. Your churches will be used to teach the Jews religion in less than 200 years. The whole, and in less than 200 years, the whole nation will be working for divine world government. That government that they believe to be divine will be the British Empire. 
all religions will be permeated with Judaism without even being noticed by the masses. And they will all be under the invisible, all-seeing eye of the grand architect of Freemasonry. And indeed, George Washington himself was a Mason, and he gave back through a false religion what he had won with his army. Cornwallis well knew that this military defeat was, the only, was only the beginning of world catastrophe that would be universal and that unrest would continue until mind control could be accomplished through a false religion. What he predicted has come to pass, a brief sketch of American religious history, and we have seen masonry infused into every church in America with their, with their veiled phallic religion. Darby and the Plymouth Brethren brought a Jewish Christianity to America. Masons Rutherford and Russell started Jehovah Witnesses, and that's, Ju- that's Charles Taze Russell who uh, began the Jehovah's Witnesses in the late, 18, late 19th century, 1895 or something like that, right? Um, Mason Joseph Smith started Mormon Judaism with its Jewish teaching of millennialism. At the turn of the 20th century, there appeared the Schofield Bible with a Jewish interpretation of the prophecies. With wide use of this helpful aid, all the American churches have silently become synagogues. We now have Baptist Jews, Methodist Jews, Church of God Jews, apostate Catholic Jews, and many Protestant Jews throughout America. We are aliens in our own country because of false religion. All are praying for divine deliverance into that divine government, which Cornwallis knew to be the British Empire. A false religion has been used to deceive us into allegiance to our enemies of Yorktown and Bunker Hill. No, not a gun has been fired, but the invisible and malignant process of conquering America with the Jews' religion has gone on unabated. The Union Jack has been planted in our hearts with a religious deception. All has happened legally, constitutionally, freely, and completely within our most sacred trust, our churches. Religious deception is painless inoculation against truth. It cannot be removed from the conscious with surgery. Yet, it is the motivator of our actions and directly controls our lives. Once man gives over to false religion, he is no longer rational because he originates no thought. His life is controlled by whomever controls his religion. The veil of false religion is the sword of Damocles, and its power to control humanity defies even the imagination of tyrants who use it. This is not to say, and we're almost done here, this is not to say that George Washington was a traitor willingly or knowingly. He was beguiled into a satanic religious order that insidiously controls men's minds. So have American statesmen and military leaders down through the years given aid and allegiance to the enemies of the United States because they did not have knowledge of the invisible subterfuge that stalks this land? My eyes were opened the day... My colleague from Ohio handed me Wagner's Freemasonry and Interpretation. If every American would read it, they would no longer ask why and how it has happened. Given by Senator Joseph McCarthy six months before his mouth was closed forever. End of quote from George Washington's surrender speech by Joe McCarthy. Wow. Never heard that. I never read that. You sent that to me today, Lark, and that's fascinating. I, you know, I, I did not know that he was 
Jew-pilled like that. Well, the guy was murdered, number one. But we have to remember at these so-called Army McCarthy hearings, uh, his, uh, his main squeeze lawyer was Roy Cohn. <laughs> Roy Cohn was also a mentor to uh, Donald Trump. So, I mean, the guy was a fool for even having this, you know, this uh, lawyer on his side during the army. You know, of course, they were going to be whitewashed anyway. But uh, the truth is, is we've been lied to uh, our entire lives uh, about our history, our place in this world, how we should conduct our affairs. Because let's remember, when we talk about religion, uh, we're really talking about religio-philosophy. And uh, which is how I style it. But uh, I said on uh, Road Warrior Radio, just I think day before yesterday, the last 10 minutes, I said, when the epitaph is written on America, it will be pinned on the Christians, but penned by a Jew. Bereft of their senses, the Christians will then begin arguing about what is and what is not a Jew. So there you have it in a nutshell. But another thing you have to remember about this mention of the Union Jack. Well, what is its symbol? It's a double cross, is it not? It's a double cross. And the fact of the matter is, is that uh, this country uh, has never been stopped. It was never uh, granted its independence by the crown. Uh, I have advanced the idea uh, from time to time that what was established, in fact, was a suzerain or a suzerain T rather. And the word is spelled S-U-Z-E-R, suzer, A-I-N-T-Y. The crown is the suzerain and the colonies were the protectorate or its protectorate. So bear in mind the Brits didn't really want to have too much of a, uh, a beef with the colonists because they recognized the value of keeping them uh, friendly because of their uh, potential uh, in the world of trade. You know, your, your previous guest, Mr. Morgan, he mentioned the division of labor. Well, see, it's interesting to note that in 1776, we had the publication by the capitalist, Adam Smith, of the wealth of nations. He was an advocate for free trade, and he talked about the hidden hand. Then you had the announcement of the Bavarian Order of the Illuminati, the order of the uh, uh, bees, the, uh, the order of the perfectibilist. And that was... Uh, created by an Illuminist, so-called, who was in uh, a collaboration with the House of Rothschild and with Yakov Frank, who, who considered himself a Mosiach, or the Messiah, in the same mold as Sabbatai Zevi from 1666. Whereas Sabbatai Zevi was forced at the point of a sword to convert to Islam, he did. In contrast, later on in history, Jacob Frank, or Yaakov Frank, 
he converted to Roman Catholicism. You have to remember that a lot of these people embraced the Kabbalah or Kabbalah. And uh, there are certain uh, distinctions about the Kabbalah. And one of them is redemption through sin. You know, we can't all be saints, so let's all be sinners. And uh, then in 1776 came the announcement of the so-called Declaration of Independence, which never happened. George Washington himself said said himself that he was quite pleased that the Illuminists had gained a foothold in America. There's a book that y'all can read on the Internet. It's an easy read. It's called simply The Union Jack. It was published by a... Under, the, under a pseudonym in 1970, it was revised only slightly in 1985, and uh, you can see it. When we talk about law, we're talking about custom and use, primarily. So, Wait, real, real, uh, real quick, Lark. The book, was it Union Jack or Union Back? I just didn't get the... It's called The Union Jack. Okay. The Union Jack. It's easily found on the internet. It's written by somebody named Helen Peters, which is a uh, a nom de guerre or a pen name. But it's a essential read. And I would also recommend for the Christians out there that they read something called the Synarchy. And the Synarchy is spelled S as in Sam, Y-N as in Nancy, A-R-C-H-Y. The Synarchy. And that would be at a website called watchuntoprayer.com. That's hyphenated, watchuntoprayer.com. And the researcher is a woman in Wisconsin by the name of Barbara Ajo. You know, you have to remember that I live in Dallas-Fort Worth. My family's been here since 1969. I'm not a native Texan. We were a military family. But right here in Dallas, is still exists, still survives, C.I. Schofield's church, where he spent uh, 20 years. Remember the Schofield Bible? And uh, we also have, in 1924, the establishment of the uh, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. But I'm going to explain to you something just fast and simple for you and your audience. Several years ago, you can search this out to Newsweek magazine featured a cover, and the cover said simply, we are all socialists now. And depicted on that cover was a gloved red hand shaking hands with a gloved blue hand. The colors of both of these major political parties has been reversed in our lifetime. The colors of these two parties. Yeah, 2004 think it was when we talk about go ahead yeah yeah i think that was 2004 when um they changed they changed the republicans to red the democrats to blue there was a reason for that sure all right we'll catch it we're up against the break right now let's uh let's catch that point when we come right back
Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure and natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it, and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. And one of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. We're back. It's William Repellum. Um, I got Lark in Texas. And uh, Lark, please continue on. 
Well, I don't know which way uh, to go, but I could tell you that we have a total new, totally new financial system uh, coming into view. It's a, it's a, it's what I call techno slavery. Okay, the people love it; they're lapping it up. But just to finish my last point, that article evoked a lot of controversy. The cover headline and the accompanying article in Newsweek magazine, as you know, it was. Uh, uh, Newsweek at the time was uh, was headed up by a, a homosexual by the name of John Meacham, and uh, it was uh, you know went into bankruptcy and uh, somebody basically bought it up. I think it was uh, oh some uh, Jewish woman in California who was quite wealthy. They bought it for a dollar, and then uh, after bankruptcy, whatever they were obligated to be liable to in terms from their creditors or to the creditors. But uh, the fact of the matter is, we're all communitarians today. And nobody wants to talk about it. Because, first of all, they don't know what the hell it is. None of their friends know what it is. You're not going to hear it on your telly. You're not going to read about it in your local newspaper. And nobody at the water cooler at work knows a damn thing about it. But if you want to take over a country, and the world for that matter, why would you broadcast it around? So if the if the uh, if the dupes and the useful idiots uh, want to ignore it, well, you know that's that's kind of their that's their call. But the fact of the matter is, is communitarianism wouldn't mean a damn thing except it's undergirded by something called aki communitaire in English. That's in French. In English, it's communitarian law. And yes, it's a kind of international law, but it's global to local, which means it's impacted. Where you live, in your town, on your street. It's here. It's now. All law enforcement of this country since 9-11 and the creation of the uh, 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 Department of Homeland Security, funded by the uh, Defense Authorization Act, uh, is communitarian law enforcement. And we're 20 years in. It, is, it, it has affected and impacted our courts. Let's not forget, going back to the Reagan era, you know, we had justices like Sandra Day O'Connor suggest that we had to do incorporate case law from other nations into American law. How did this happen? And let's not forget that the late Justice Antonin Scalia had been invited to attend or to become a member of the faculty of something called the Institute of American and Talmudic Law. Everybody that's on the Supreme Court sitting right now is either uh, self-identified as a Roman Catholic or a Jew. Why did, how did that happen? And the clue is in an article that you can read on the internet. It's simply titled, Pill Pull for Beginners. P as in Paul, I-L, P as in Paul, U-L. Pill Pull for Beginners. Okay. Written by And you can learn how the language is being manipulated. You can watch a short video of Alan uh, Dershowitz uh, proclaiming that, yeah, being forced to take the jab is constitutional. <laughs> right. So, Lark... Um, you're going through a lot of really great information here. I want to make sure that everybody gets it. I want to make sure I get it. I'm writing it down. Um, so uh, the article... Anyway, don't worry. 
the article you mentioned, um, I think you you brought it up and then you started talking about Newsweek, but you didn't say the name of the article. So you I just said the name of the article. Is that yeah, a different article? To, all you need to do is just do a search. We I are spell all, that again. It's pill pull. T i l p u l pill pull. P is in Paul. P u l. Okay, that's right. Pill, okay, pill pull. Cleaners. Okay, that's it. Just but, pill pull. Pill pull for beginners. Okay. Sorry, you're just kind of breaking up there. Maybe uh, I was I talking over you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, just, it's three words. Pill pull for beginners. And cool. it lets you understand why you only have Catholics and Protestants, or excuse me, uh, uh, Jews sitting on the Supreme Court today. Mm-hmm. That's and really then, interesting. You said it was the Institute of Talmudic Law. Is that what you brought it's up called the it's called the Institute of American and Talmudic Law. All you have to do is click on faculty and look at the group photo. There's Justice Antonin Scalia sitting right in the middle of the photo, like the prize or the booty of this captive group of Talmudists surrounding you. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, I believe it. So um, we're, up, we're up against the break, folks. We'll be right back with Larkin, Texas. Stick around. They came and took it away. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hey, do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the ones in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, or fungus. Just diffuse with it, and you'll see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, Secret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, Secret.com. Hello, I'm Peter Serafine, and I'm the new host of National Intel Report on Thursdays here on Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm a gun-owning constitutionalist who believes that the only role of government is to protect my rights. I believe the First Amendment makes us free, and the Second Amendment keeps us free. If those ideas sound good to you, then join me in the National Intel Report Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. 
visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Amazon customer, five stars. Honestly, this stuff works. Nick, easy to take capsules. For those who can't handle the liquid drops, easy to take Extendivite capsules do the same job. Karoka Fam, works great. Like Extendivite very much. Seems to work as advertised. Thanks. Arlene, five stars. Love this product, Extendivite. Terry W., five stars. Can't say enough. Great product. Freya, five stars. I just ordered another. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. Be some kind of way out of here. Say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Businessman, there to drink my wine, come and dig my earth. None will level on the mine. Nobody of it is worth Texas. He's breaking down communitarian law to us. He's telling us about an article, Pill Pool for Beginners, that explains how the U.S. Supreme Court are Talmudic Jews, essentially. Um, there's the Institute of American Talmudic Law that he mentioned, um, and how Newsweek was owned by John Meach and the homosexual um, after it was bankrupted and bought for a dollar by a Jew named, what was her name, Lark? No, she used to be a Congress critter out there in California. I'll think of it in a minute. The predecessor to Nancy Pelosi, possibly. Yeah, somebody so, that's you know, somebody that's you know, you know how it is. I mean, if you want to get in, get on the graft, you got to get in the on the grift first. 
And that's what these people are. They're all grifters and just wanting in on the graft. They're all criminals. They're all corrupt. I mean, all of them, frankly, should be put uh, in his view. Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting the way that these people uh, behave. It's uh, it's beyond disgusting. It's, uh, By the way, it's, are, you not aware that, are you aware that the National Governors Association is in partnership with the World Economic Forum? It doesn't that- matter governor your governor is a member of a closed shop trade union called the national governors association many mayors are members of what's called the u.s conference of mayors it is another closed shop trade union i said on my very first show on this network in 2011 you have to look at this thing called syndicalism and corporativism and you have to recognize that these are both collectivist entities. There are thousands of trade unions, both blue collar and white collar in this country. American Medical Association, American Psychological Association, American, uh, 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 how about the American Planning Association? I mean, these are all communitarian. Every governor, it doesn't matter, red state, blue state, they're all communitarians. The same with the mayors. But we don't want to discuss what the hell it is and how does it impact upon our lives and the actual law. There you have it. Ding, 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 ding. All right, we're going to take some calls. Um, We got Lynn in Maryland. Lynn, thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, William. And thank you, Lark. And just so you know, Lark, I always appreciate you. I can't write fast enough and my dictionary gets used. So thank you very much. Um, You know, it's like we're all being, people are so distracted they don't even see what's going on. When you talked about global to local, I mean, just in yesterday's paper, two counties near me have done some major zoning changes. And it doesn't matter what the people want. And, you know, they just, you know, do whatever they want. But I wanted to, when it comes to the money and the banking, actually, um, I read a um, read up about a book, The Cashless Revolution, and it has to do with, you know, China's thing. And, I mean, they pulled that off in less than two years. Everybody now uses their cell phone to pay for everything. Okay, you can't use a credit card, da-da-da-da-da. You put that together with, there was an interview Riggleman did on Washington Journal on C-SPAN on October 21st about his book, The Breach, about January 6th, and it doesn't matter about January 6th. The point is their use of big data to track people down, not just people who just put a photo on Facebook, but this guy's background is in data, and and he's an analyst, and he was probably with NSA or the Pentagon or something before that. People on the committee aren't happy with him writing a book, I'm sure. But, you know, like my banks, they've taken all kinds of money from me. You know, the whole thing, if you don't do something in three years, you can use that excuse. Okay, fine. Um, but getting it back is a real doozy. And on top of that, banks are now going to everything is online. I no longer use the Internet. I don't have a cell phone. I figured this game out and, and every all these facets to it long ago. 
And I just gave it up in 2017 as hard as it is because there's time coming when we can't buy or sell, and that's just the bottom line. And everybody's scared. Doctors are scared to death. You know, they're just scared because of the whole thing. You know, they're fining them and, and, and all of that. But, like, you, you can't get a bank statement. You, everything is supposed to be done online. It's like, and everything is like a big electric dog collar. And the choker chain is getting tight. I mean, this Lynn, is uh, scary. Many of, these, many of these governments around the world are, you know, in, in total bankruptcy. Uh, to these people that own this, they own and monopolize the uh, the issuance of currency and credit. Okay, that's quite a powerful position to be placed in. Okay, I mean, what we trade in today, whether it's digital or or paper money, or, or you know, plastic, is uh, little more than a private debt instrument. That's what these bail-ins are all about. You think that money in your wallet is yours? No, it's it's not. It's just, it's slave script. It's like you're, you know, it's like you're out on the frontier in 1850s America, and uh, you know your uh, your husband is involved in the, in the mining industry. He's laying tracks for the railroad or uh, something. Maybe he's shooting bison for a living. Okay, but the bottom line is, is that that thing called the company store uh, where you're issued script. If you have your family with you, you got to pay rent. And who are you paying it to? The man that owns the company store. When you need to eat, what do you do? You buy from the company store. And guess what? You could be there for five or ten years. And when you leave, you've got nothing. So this new money, this new money is going to be programmable. And if you want to know what the real, how the system is going to shake out, all you have to do is just remember these things. Social impact bond. That's where they're going to place bets on how you behave in, in terms of becoming a well-molded, you know, updated Soviet man, so-called. You're going to be a communitarian, whether you like it or not. Okay? It's all based around something called ESL and ESG. ESL is emotional social learning. Look it up. ESG is environmental social governance. It's all tied to our common future from 1987, the Brundtland Commission report, the Rio Summit, the Rio Plus 20 Summit, and this the uh, Sustainable Development Goals. Okay? They have decided that, uh, and they're going to tie this all to a carbon uh, footprint. So-called, because of course you're despoiling the planet because you're producing carbon. It's just outrageous. But there you have it: social impact bond, ESL, emotional social learning, and ESG, environmental social governance. When you learn what those things are, you are heads and shoulders above anybody you know in terms of what's going to be taking place very soon. Within the next year or two, your money, in fact, the entire scheme of capitalism has been reinvented. Reinventing government was actually something that occurred in our country's history during the Clinton administration. Reinventing government. 
Well, they reinvented the government, all right. They did away with it. Forgive me for my rant. No, no I Lark, appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you, because it's you. true. It's the same thing that happened. You know, churches, I mean, just forget it. I mean, I figured that a long time ago after I was totally shocked at going down that rabbit hole. So thank you. Thank you for helping to wake people up. I try every phone call I make to at least say, stop using your phone to pay your bills and buy stuff. Wake up to what's going on. Because if enough of us wake up and say, stop, we'll have some sort of chance here. But if not, we don't have any chance if we play the game. Right. Well, Lynn, thank you for the call. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Go ahead, Lark. No, go ahead. Next caller. Ah, well, I want to add that uh, use cash as much as you can. Use cash. Your credit card that pays you back points is not worth using. It's not worth it. What's coming in? What's coming down the pike? Um, so use cash, and as inconvenient as that may seem like it is, keep cash flowing through the system because that does help. And keep using. Uh, you know, maybe start trading with, because uh, we are looking for solutions here. We don't want to get blackpilled. Um, and I know, uh, Lark, that you're very frustrated because people are just not paying attention to this stuff. You brought up uh, a couple, uh, a few points. Um, the three C's, I think it was. It was, it was, you know, actually, I think that was what you brought up later. You brought up another thing. And it was basically uh, the three M's, was it? But basically, the three, kind of three A's, the three, right? The three C's and the three A's is what I brought to your attention. The okay. three C's if you are part of the problem or part of the solution. It's just that simple. The three C's: Are you compliant? Are you complacent? Or are you complicit? Generally speaking, if you're one, then you're all three. And here, I'm not talking about complacent, which means intellectual lethargy. Most people are not particularly lazy in their thinking. They jump to conclusions, and uh, their minds are always racing. I wouldn't say that's necessarily lazy. Enough. This particular complacency is spelled, or complacence is spelled C-O-M-P-L-A-I-S-A-N-T or A-N-C-E. Complacency means that you are eager to please. You're the go-along-to-get-along type. Okay, so that's the three C's. It's going to tell you, are you part of the problem or are you part of the solution? Because communitarianism is pervasive in our world today. It is a philosophy. It's an ideology. It's a religion. It's a system of asset and resource management, especially that of the humankind. And it is a law. Okay, and get your wrap your minds around that. And then look at the th- things that I reckoned I, I, I cited earlier. You know, again, social impact bonds. Learn what you can about it. ESL, emotional social learning. ESG, environmental social governance. This tells you everything you need to know. And then I also mentioned the three A's. Well, that would be everybody's amnesia. Everybody's heard of ESG, I think. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, everybody's heard of ESG, but not maybe not ESL. We thought that meant English as a second language, but that stands for emotional social learning. Interesting. That's how they brain. That's how they brainwash the kids in the in yeah. the in the schools and the colleges. 
Yeah. Make no so I guess CRT falls under the auspices of ESL. Anybody that's got a law degree or a, or a, a, a medical degree, they were subjected to mind, to uh, trauma-based mind control programming. Hmm. Anybody that watches the television on a regular basis, their minds are already blown. Okay? You can't really help them. Their minds are blown. Hmm. <laughs> But I also we all spent that- quite a bit of time watching TV growing up. Um, somehow I managed to pull out of the whole thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm still brainwashed. But it's uh, five years now. I've unplugged from the television. And I, I think I'm a different person than I used to be. Well, here's, here's the deal. Uh, we were all socially engineered. Every one of us. No one escaped it. You know, it doesn't matter if you were a... A Buddhist, a Muslim, a Jew, a Christian, agnostic, an atheist, a humanist, doesn't matter. We were all socially engineered. We can't escape that. There's two words that are worth noting. One word is enculturate, and the other is acculturate. Enculturate is what you do, is what happens when a mother teaches a child how to use a fork at the dinner table. Okay? But acculturate means that you take on someone else's culture and in today's world in the world of mimetic engineering cyber wars and the like oftentimes it's accomplished without you even noticing because this is the acme of skill when it comes to the art of war how do you take over a people how do you conquer a people and their minds without them even becoming aware. They do this with the betting that occurs with social impact bonds, emotional social learning. You know, when you have one tribe that controls the media and they own them, they have have the monopoly on the uh, uh, issuance of currency and credit, so-called money. And uh, then people have their damn tellies on all the time. I mean, it's so easy the last, the, 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 this world today is one in which it is mind control, which is the, is the, is the last frontier to actually realizing these people's age-long ambition to enslave the entire world. I really, you, you really, it really is. And, and you brought up a question. How do you, uh, can you repeat it for me? It was something like, how do you take over the mind without people even realizing what happened? What was the well, question? Well, let's put it this I'm way. Because I'm going to ask that question the next time I go talk to somebody and try to Jew pill them. I'm going to ask well, them that question first because, you know, you've noticed, I'm sure, that when you try to talk to people about who runs the world, that uh, they just go into cognitive dissonance. So I, f- I just figure if I could preface it with that question that you just posed, I think that would be a constructive. How do you... Take over and what? Can you please repeat it? I, I don't. I didn't get it right. How do you take over the collective mind without people even noticing? I think I was a little bit more uh, a little more bite to it the way you phrased it. Okay, you know, if you guys want to get down to the nitty gritty, there's an entry at my website, and I'll probably I'll provide its address before the end of the broadcast. It's simply called Nine Words, or just read the very first entry. Okay, it won't kill you. Okay. Because at the end of the day, we have to understand the nature of contracts. Okay? A contract is a relationship. 
And I recommend everybody read The Anatomy of Slave Speak and something called Chinese Contracts, both of which links you'll find at my website at the entry called Nine Words. Because at the end of the day, we have to come to center. We have to determine what things are important to us. What kind of lives did we imagine for ourselves when we were young before we were completely brainwashed and enculturated? Remember, right. we got to get back Trek. to that. Yeah. Remember but, those. Um, early start? I, Lark, I'm sorry to, to cut you off. We've got three calls holding. We need to let them through. Um, yeah, go, go ahead. All right. We got um, Sherry in Arkansas. Sherry, thank you for holding. Uh, yes. Welcome to the show. Hi. I wanted to bring it back to the Noahide or Talmudic law. And those have already been put into our our laws. First under proclamation in 1989 under the Education Day, and then um, into public law on April 13th, 1992, and then um, the 103rd Congress on April 2nd, 1993, and it all comes under the Education and Sharing Day, USA. And so. Are people familiar with those? And the first one being, acknowledge that there is a single God. Well, where does that leave Jesus? And what is the punishment for us all yeah, thinking they, Jesus they, has come? They they were going to honor what? the uh, they were honoring the birthday of Menachem Mendel Schneerson, who hated the yeah. Goyim. I mean, he despised them. But you're not going to get any pastor in America to talk about it publicly or even in front of their congregations. Nope. Exactly. That's why I say boycott them. Yeah. You guys guys are both exactly right. Um, Sherry, thank you for those details. Um, You mentioned the the, the first one is that first signing on March 26, 1991. It was Bill... And, and Lorraine Day's husband, uh, Bill Danamere, was president of this. Um, it, it, it was, uh, there were only four senators. It was the exact same thing that happened in the uh, Federal Reserve signing. But it was just before Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's March 26th. <laughs> Forgive me. It was before Easter or something, I think. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I don't know when it was. But everybody had gone home. And... Um, yeah, the, it was the Fed, it was the the Federal Reserve. It was just before Christmas, but um, yeah, there was it was the same thing. And they signed into law the Education Day bill that said that um, you can't that they can behead Christians for um, believing in Christ too. They considered to be an idol, the Jews. So, um, and you mentioned I didn't know about those two subsequent days. Could you repeat them again one time, Cherry? It was a proclamation, and that would have been under George H. W. Bush on April fourteenth, nineteen eighty nine, and then um, April thirteenth, nineteen ninety two, is when it was put into public law into the statutes, and then um, the one hundred and third Congress on April second, nineteen ninety three, as the Education and Sharing Day, USA. So it's just really interesting how they just do it over and over again, and it seems that every every um, 
every every president has you know there's rabbis pictures of rabbis standing all around the table while every president signs this back into law or executive order um Doesn't everybody have a problem? I'm sorry to interrupt, but doesn't everybody have a problem with how many dual citizens from Israel Israel we have in our our Congress? And Biden even admits that he's a Zionist. Right. No, people don't have a problem with it. They think the Jews are God's chosen people. Yeah. Thank you for the uh, the call, Sherry. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, it's we're in a state of just absolute Stockholm syndrome where the whole entire country thinks that, you know, our greatest ally is Israel and uh, it just completely a state of brainwashing. I, I definitely understand the frustration that's coming through, um, Lark. Um, you've been trying to tell people about this for a really long time and people aren't really listening to it. Um, they don't, okay. they don't want to read. They, they, they got the attention span of police. All right, we're going to go to, um, we got, what, two more calls. We have uh, Pat in Fort Worth, and then we got Fred in Michigan. I'm going to just try to get through these pretty quick, Pat, so make your make your point pretty quick, okay? Well, I appreciate, uh, the you know, about the uh, communitarianism stuff, but I wanted to tell you we're very close to losing the Constitution now, and I'm, I'm tired of hearing people say just kick it to the street. It's just a piece of paper, okay? And, and the fact is uh, they've already... Uh, uh, passed the law uh, through the House or something. I, I keep, keep up with everything, but they're picking uh, how to pick the uh, delegates to the Constitution, and you don't want one because you don't want Mark Levine's uh, Convention of States. He's been saying take the jab from day one. He's, he's nutty enough to his son invented that uh, silly game. Uh, I forgot what it's called. A Pokemon, so you can just walk on a military base. Oh, it's a, you know, so you really uh, need to wake up to what's going on right now as far as our Constitution. And uh, I, I think that's enough, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. All right, everybody. Thank you. Um, I was on mute there. I apologize. Um, we had Larkin, Texas. And uh, thank you for joining tonight. We'll see you next week. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. 
When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 